You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. A local government's inability to enforce bylaws has been blamed for the decay of some of South Africa's cities. Now, the fire that took place in Marshalltown in Johannesburg, uh, which killed over 70 people, is said to be a demonstration of the city's failure to adhere to its own bylaws. And now, uh, to get more on this, uh, we joined uh, by Ntatisi uh, Modihwane, who's the Deputy Director of Communications in the city of Johannesburg, uh, Mr. Modihwane, thanks so much for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon. Uh, firstly, some experts have said that uh, the city has desperately failed to enforce its own bylaws. And this has caused a lot of problems, uh, not the least of which is that building that caught a light and uh, left 70 people dead, more than 70. How does the city yeah. respond to that? No, so, you know, we... <laughs> We want to put it up front to residents that the city has been doing as much as it can to try and curb some of these uh, challenges. Uh, in 2015, the city uh, uh, promulgated a, a problem properties by law, um, which uh, was uh, passed by council and uh, was really to look at hijacked buildings, buildings that are not maintained, buildings that are health hazard and so forth. And then in 2017, we established a department called Group Forensic and Investigation Services. Uh, within that uh, department, there's a unit that specifically deals with uh, uh, compliance issues in relation to uh, to buildings and properties. Uh, and uh, since the easy establishment, this unit has investigated over 2,000 and 55 cases. And out of those, uh, 126 cases have been uh, have been concluded, and uh, about 66 properties have been handed over to their rightful owners. What, what tends to happen here is that uh, people get uh, their buildings hijacked by uh, unknown uh, people, and then they get threatened, and then they run away, and then they come to report to the city. The city investigates, and once we have established that it's, it's hijacked. We can't arrest from the city side. We hand over the docket to the SAPS so that they can take the case forward. So we have had some minor uh, successes, but yes, there is a huge challenge uh, when it comes to property hijacking in the city of Johannesburg. Mr. Mondingwane, how many uh, hijacked buildings does the city of Johannesburg have as we speak? As we speak, because we, we're dealing with, you can't uh, just throw in a number. We're dealing with the number the, the number of cases that had been reported to us. Uh, we're talking about 2,055 uh, cases. And we're not talking only about buildings. It's general how, uh, property hijacking, including houses. Because you would find that in some cases, like in your Rosettenville, uh, houses get hijacked. People, when they go on holiday, they come back, their property has been taken over, and they, 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 they rope in our, our investigators, and then we, we help them with the help of the SAPS. So it's a huge challenge, but uh, as the city manager has been indicating, that this issue does not uh, require only the city to play 
a, an active role. It requires a whole lot of other role players uh, in the law enforcement uh, 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 category, including uh, in some cases your home affairs, because in some in some cases these issues involve illegal uh, foreigners that are coming into the into the country and are. Uh, perpetrating some of these activities. So we have agreed as the city to say we, we want to, in, using uh, the IGR, uh, intergovernmental relations, rope in uh, the province, rope in nation, uh, relevant departments in the national uh, uh, government so that we are able to, together, uh, work on this uh, uh, challenge and 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 re really get rid of of these hijackers. Because what happens is that when the city has done its bit, you hand it over to another sphere of government, and then you don't know uh, what are the outcomes, what what is the rate of convictions, and all those things. So we 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 have engaged and said uh, to other spheres of government, we want to get involved from the start to the end of these cases, so that we curb these issues. Mr. Bodingwane, you know, just uh, thinking about over the years how we've reported on this question of hijacked buildings and oh. looking at the number that you are uh, giving me now, which, of course, you say is an estimate because it's a moving target. It seems to have increased exponentially over a number of years. Do you have capacity, sufficient capacity as the city of Johannesburg to deal with this problem or are you simply losing this battle? Because if you're losing the battle, I think it's equally important to state that. No, we, we, we can't. We can't as, as, as government, we can't just throw in a tower and say uh, we can't resolve challenges that are faced uh, uh, in the city of Johannesburg. Uh, hence, we are saying... Uh, for us, a, a multidisciplinary teams uh, that consists of specialists from other spheres of government will come in handy to, so that we are able to get to the conclusion of these issues. Uh, uh, because if uh, you just do your mere, uh, your mere uh, uh, investigation, which is where the city ends, and then you hand it over to somebody else who needs to make sure that there's prosecution at the end. And you are not part of that when, when you started the process. It, it does create those uh, cracks in between. So we want to establish these uh, multidisciplinary teams that will be able to help us uh, to deal with some of these issues. Mm. Some of the issues, though, you don't uh, perhaps need a multidisciplinary approach. And even there, uh, the city seems to be failing. If, if you look at what's happening with uh, uh, the hawkers, for example, operating on uh -huh. the streets of the city of Johannesburg, did you not set up stalls for people to operate from? And, and if so, why are they operating on the pavements? Because people can't walk on the pavements. It just causes all sorts of congestion and problems. Where's the bylaw enforcement in that regard? The the JMPD uh, has uh, three sections on its uh, in its in its mandate. There you have a bylaw enforcement unit, as a crime prevention unit. There's also traffic policing. So JMPD has been capacitating its teams so that they are able to deal with issues of enforcement. What is happening with uh, informal trading, uh, in particular in the city of Johannesburg, where we are trying to move from your physical. Uh, a uh, permit system to an electronic system that will allow us to be able to uh, to monitor uh, 
uh, these things effectively. The team has been uh, going out to engage with informal traders to try and make sure that we demarcate proper spaces and we, we allow them to trade in a, in a humanely way, in a healthier way, in a safer way. But there will be those challenges where you find that certain individuals just come in and, and, and put up a, a table and a chair and, and start trading. Our officers have been uh, monitoring that and we are hopeful that we will be able to tackle this thing once our online permitting system is is on uh, is, is up and running we should be able to really know the numbers that we're dealing with and and be able to monitor and and manage properly uh, fair point but quite apart from the systems uh, mr modingwane the system is uh, the, the the permit is one thing if someone is operating oh. from a space that they're not supposed to be operating from whether they have a permit or not, if they are in the wrong space, why is the bylaw enforcement not happening in that instance? Bylaw enforcement happens. Uh, maybe we can say it's not as. Uh, uh, it's not effective. If uh, uh, effective as it should be, but there has been incidences where uh, goods have been confiscated, and then people uh, would come with uh, human rights lawyers and say the city is insensitive, it's not uh, uh, treating people who are uh, trying to make ends meet properly and so forth. There's been a lot of engagements in that area. But we are working with, uh, in partnership with uh, businesses uh, and uh, the, uh, the city improvement districts to try and resolve some of those issues and make sure that, yes, we, we, we keep our spaces safe and, 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 and make sure that those that need to trade and have permission to do so, they do so in, a, in an orderly manner. We'll leave it there for today. Thanks so much, Mr. Ntanti. Deputy Director of Communications at the City of Johannesburg. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.